but at the root of it, it's a way of interpolating data that we've never been able to use before that doesn't require a supercomputer and a CS major. And, mm-hmm. and that's what's really cool about AI is it's now coming to the masses mm-hmm. and it's hard to answer, full circle here, it's hard to answer yeah. because we haven't yet really defined the playbook. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses, and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited today because we are going to dive into a topic that I know so many of you guys have actually asked me about, and I'm like, I have no freaking idea, but I know the right people to bring on the podcast to get the questions answered. So I have my good friend, former colleague, and one of my mastermind people inside of here today. We have Jim Carter on the show today, who's going to jam out with us on all things AI. But Jim, first, tell my audience who you are and what you do. (laughs) <laughs> Jillian, so glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me on the show. Yeah, you know, I like to say that I'm a recovering programmer. I've spent about the last 20 years of my life building all kinds of stuff, everything from websites to back-end infrastructure systems to at one point I was I was lead engineer leading a team for Verizon Media building the augmented reality team. And what I've learned over the years is that it's fun to follow your passion, but man, when you put the time in, like there's always time for something else. Mm-hmm. So where I found my sweet spot is mixing technology with impact. And that's just kind of been on my heart ever since I was a kid. I, I picked up programming at a really early age, probably 14, 15. I'm an Eagle Scout, as you know, but for those <laughs> listening or watching, I have an, I have an Eagle on my arm if you're watching, does, but yes. you know, it's, it's my favorite reminder of my humble roots that I grew up on. Uh, grew up in. And what I learned going through that program was kind of leaning into new ideas and and trying things and what it's like to refocus your energy on service because the Boy Scouts of America program is all about service. So when I learned how to be a programmer, when I I found that passion, uh, I just naturally took that training and I, I moved it forward. And that really just guided me for a long time. Right out of high school, I I started working for different companies. I started my own little side business and I would just figure something out. I'd sell it. And then I'd go on Google and I'd say how to build it. Right. Like I was scrappy, just like everybody else. And that really served me for a long time. I followed a CS degree uh, track for a while. I went to art schools and I ended up starting to intern for intern and contract for my teachers because I would finish the assignments so quick. So it was a lot of fun really diving into the industry that I knew I had a passion for. I just didn't realize the impact I'd be able to make in it until I really put the work in. And I did that for a long time. I moved up to the Bay Area for almost eight years with my wife and daughters, lived the whole like tech mecca dream, you know, being in San Francisco and 
commuting in every day and seeing the skyscrapers and, you know, building my startups and things. Mm -hmm. And I've just loved the process. And what I found is now in this next chapter of my life, I love being a leader and finding and working with awesome engineers, but it, you don't have to be a coder to make a big impact. You can do it in your own way. So really where I'm at today is I've completely gone all in on being involved in artificial intelligence, augmented reality, virtual reality, all that mixed reality type of media. And it sounds crazy and those are big words and they can be scary, but they're really not. And it's just, it fills my heart with so much joy to watch people's minds get blown when I can show them these simple little things that they can do that would just open them up, save them money, make more money, reclaim things, reclaim time that they just didn't know they had. And I just, I see what's possible because of it. And holy shit, like we're just right at the edge of what's possible with this kind of technology. So I'm super fired up about it. I'm excited to be here and I'm just, I'm here to serve. want to talk about some of these topics and see how your audience can really start to benefit from leaning into this and trying it. I love it. So we're actually going to start really at the base of this, because if you guys are listening to this podcast, you're probably a lot like me and you're like, WTF, what is AI? I keep hearing about it. I keep seeing it. I don't even know what it is. So let's start at like the basis of like, what is AI and who should be actually utilizing it? It's a great question. And Jillian, it's the reason it's such a hard question for people to comprehend is because it is a black box in a sense. Like unless you're a coder and you see what really goes into it and you understand how to train it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So it really is hard to pin one answer about how to explain what AI is. Mm -hmm. But the way that I like to teach it and the way that I like to explain it, trying to not go too technical, I might, I might bridge that just... Pull me, right, back little, pull me back He's if I go a little. Pull me back if I get a little too wild. Guys, stay no, with no, them. We got this. What I like, the way I like to propose the the, the concept of AI, AI is it's an amalgamation of data, and it style flexes based off of how you want it to present that back to you. It, it could be that simple if we really think about that. So, artificial intelligence is the act of taking intelligence and information and doing it in an artificial way. Right? We're just breaking that word down. So our AI has, let's say, scraped the, the public known internet and has one big database very similar to Google. Let's, let's use Google as a comp because I think everybody here understands that probably uses it at least about 35 times a day. That's, that's kind of the average. So when you want to answer a question, when you want to research something, when you want to go look for an answer, uh, a topic, an interest, a hobby, where do we go? Go to Google. Google's the number one search engine in the world. YouTube is the number two search engine in the world, both owned by Google, right? Mm -hmm. And they have all this information, but it requires you asking it, right? Like that is the first step. You go to Google's homepage, there's a search bar. They start mm -hmm. to recommend things, but even though they know a lot about us, they don't know exactly what it is we're looking for until we give them a hint. Now, AI can be very similar, but it doesn't really require that you're searching for what you want. What it what it's there for is to provide you information in a way that you want to request it. So what I mean by that is, let's say that you are looking for the best campsites in your local area. Okay, great. You can go to Google and you can type that in and it'll give you a direct list. It's a very binary, I ask a question, I get an answer. You go to AI and you type the same thing it's going to start to ask you questions. It's, it's going to want to make, make sense of it. It's going to try to think about your preferences. You know, at default, it might just give you a basic answer and that might not feel great. But when, when you think of it as 
you can actually go and ask AI a question like you're talking to a human. Say, hey, AI, you're a great, or you're, you're, you're a great resource that understands campsites. I want you to think about the best campsites that are in this area for families that don't have a truck that kind of like to glamp and kind of don't like to glamp. And, and you start to put this, 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 this idea together mm-hmm. and you will be blown away mm-hmm. at the kind of response you can get. And that's just not something you get with Google. Mm-hmm. That's one of an unlimited amount of examples. Let's, let's kind of zoom out and think about it in our business. You can go to Google and mm-hmm. say, give me ideas for how to write a blog post. And mm-hmm. that's cool. It'll give you really good listicles and it'll give you ideas and stuff like that. But you can also then go to AI and you can say, write me a blog post mm-hmm. and it will write the actual blog post. Now, it may not be great on the first pass, but again, when you, when you, when you kind of circle back and you say, I want you to be an expert copywriter. I want you to think like a marketer. I want you to research this topic. And so I you're want telling you AI, it. I want you to think like a marketer. I want you to think exactly. like a copywriter. That's okay. the money is you get it into the mode that you want it to produce the output for. And it changes everything about the chemistry that goes into that. And it gives you that output that you're looking for. So Google isn't going away. Mm-hmm. AI is definitely not going away. <laughs> they both serve a similar purpose, mm-hmm. but the output is drastically different based off of how you want to perceive that data. So AI is more conversational in a current form if you want to use it that way. But you know we've heard about ChatGPT. That's starting yeah. to come into the news and everything, and we can talk on that. But that's just one implementation of the technology. That's to make it conversational. There's so many more startups that are coming out with different ways to use it and process it. But at the root of it, it's a way of interpolating data that we've never been able to use before that doesn't require a supercomputer and a CS major. And Mm -hmm. and that's what's really cool about AI is it's now coming to the masses Mm -hmm. and it's hard to answer full circle here. It's hard to answer because we haven't yet really defined the playbook. Yeah, it's so good. And I think one of the things that you really said is like, you know, there's so many people that even I talk to that they're like, you know, I really want to be better at email, but I don't have a copywriter. Maybe I can't afford it yet. I really want to be better at email nurturing, but I don't write good email, right? I don't write good copy. This is literally giving you the opportunity to be a better copywriter, to be better at writing email, to be better at writing content. So what is the hesitation for people to really move into this? Is it just fear? They don't know how to use it? Well, it's, it's kind of like staring at a big mega computer. Like you see flashing lights and you see cables everywhere and you just like, is it that one? Is it this one? Where, 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 where do I start? What do I do? But AI can simply be having a conversation if you use a tool, let's say like ChatGPT, which currently is one of the most searched for trends on the internet, let's be honest. Like the, the single fastest adoption rate of a single piece of technology in a startup in human history of the internet. There's a reason for that. And it's because they did the hard thing, you know, OpenAI, which is the company behind it, was a seven-year overnight success, right? Mm-hmm. Like they are a startup. They just happen to be very well-funded and they put the work in to try to bring it to the masses. Mm-hmm. So a lot, of, you know, like, like anything, if, if we stare at a blank canvas, we, we tend to get stuck, you know, unless you're a, an artist and you thrive on that, which I am not that kind of way. So that freaks <laughs> me the hell out, right? <laughs> I do not like the blank canvas idea. So Let's, let's use a real example for that, like you said, email copywriting. Yeah. So I have now completely, completely rebuilt all of my businesses. Everything that I've got, AI is a part of it. Okay. I no longer sit there and say, I'm going to write a marketing email. And I start with dear first name, dear Jillian. Mm-hmm. 
I go to AI and I've trained it in my different businesses. I go back into those, you know, this is the program. This is the, this is the mastermind. This is the sales topic. This is the event, whatever it is. And I, and the the cool thing here is that once it's trained, it knows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you just say, write a three-part marketing drip email as an expert email copywriter, explain the importance of taking action fast. I'm only going to send the first part to everybody. I'm then going to send the second part to the people who click. And the third part, I'm only going to send directly to Mm follow-ups. Structure it, include a link for a Zoom, say that I'm going to have a free booking invite, express urgency, and don't forget to tell somebody PS and then fill in the blank later with something that I want to put in there because I'm typing faster than I can talk on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Hit enter. And it's going to do literally all of that, all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to give it to you in a matter of 20 seconds. And if you don't like it, you say, do it again. But this time, throw a dad joke in there. Make it more urgent. Don't mm-hmm. forget to, to address the person with their full name. If you want it longer, say, expand the third paragraph and make mm-hmm. it you know, seven sentences rather than five. Mm-hmm. It's this unprecedented piece of technology that we're still figuring out how to use mm-hmm. because there's an unlimited amount of uses. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to interrupt real quick. So like you yeah. write some really great copy, right? Like you have the Fast Foundations Mastermind. Like you, for an example, you just did an amazing branding masterclass. Okay. Great copy that went out. Great emails that went out. Great everything that went out. Was some of that written by non-humans? All of it. Okay. Like you guys, that's incredible. Yeah. No, incredible. I'm, I'm, and to be clear, I'm still behind it. Right. Yeah. So our team, me, the team, like everybody yeah. still reviews it. I, I have a, I have expert copywriters on my team. Like we're talking individuals with yeah. masters in English and literature and things. Right. But the point here is that you no longer have a reason to not take action on the thing you love. Or not and, have and, really good copy. Right. Like you might as well have it along the way. Mm-hmm. So when we said that our masterclass was powered by chat GPT, I freaking meant it. Right. And that, that was part of what I explained on there. That's why I'm now I'm running a group course to teach this stuff because I believe in it. And I, I want to get real world examples with other businesses and mm-hmm. I want to understand what are the challenges everybody's facing. Mm-hmm. So when we were thinking, how can we be the proof? How, how can we how can we truly show not just talk about it like this isn't lip service? Like, how can we yeah. show what it is? Thank you for that feedback, Jill. Like you read yeah. the emails. I read it. And it, it's because they're great. And mm-hmm. here's the most important part of that. If I just went into chat GPT and I said, write me three marketing emails that talk about taking action on a masterclass, the output's going to be horrible mm-hmm. because it's no different than if you had no idea, Jillian, about what I was asking. I was like, hey, can you write me three emails on a master? You'd be like, I don't know what the hell you want, Jim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Artificial intelligence is intelligence just artificially inserted. So when I then went in there and I gave it paragraph after paragraph after paragraph, and I said, this is the program. This is the target audience. This is the desired outcome. This is what we're talking about. These are the personas that are going to be there. Mm-hmm. This is what my goal is on the outside of it. This is what we're going to, this, these are the reservations, like mm-hmm. everything that you teach in sales about understanding that person before they get there, mm-hmm. making sure that you're expressing what that desired outcome is. It's no different. Yeah. Email copywriting is, is, is a sales process. Mm-hmm. So when you can train it to understand that and guys by training, I mean, typing it out. This, mm-hmm. this isn't like you have to be a coder and yeah. have a degree. You're, you're yeah. just expressing the desired outcomes and, mm-hmm. and, and the knowns. And then you say, Now you go in and you say, write me a marketing email. Mm -hmm. It's actually going to produce something that is of quality because it's already been trained on that topic. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And that that's the coolest part about this is we don't know where to start because we don't know how to start, but starting is as simple as treating it as almost like a human complement to your business, to what you're already doing because it's artificial intelligence like that. That's where it kind of opens our minds to really what is possible. And mm-hmm. again, we're, we're just getting started on what's possible. And has AI been able to save you money in your business, maybe from relinquishing, maybe having a, a, a copywriter or having a VA or an OBM, and maybe those resources are being put somewhere else? Because let's be honest, this person is probably writing way better copy for you than maybe even your former copywriter. So now you're being able to take those resources and put them somewhere else. Absolutely. It sure has. In fact, I, you know, I, I say this out of love because I, I adore my team and I love yeah. them, but I was able to completely downsize my agency mm-hmm. and rethink what was possible with focusing more here on the Fast Foundations piece here in kind of, you know, early 2023, because we realized that we were able to completely reinvent a lot of our processes with AI. Like, you know, our, our, our mentor and our friend, Chris Harder, he was, yeah. he was really coaching me through a lot of these big changes because, you know, as a leader, you, you love your team and you love what you built. And, and he had this really wonderful way of presenting this. And I want to share this because this was good is there are good feeling decisions and there are good decisions, right? Mm-hmm. And as a leader, you have to be able to distinguish between the two. Yep. A good feeling decision was holding on to everything that I'd built and all of these incredible humans, yeah. but a good decision was pivoting based off of what the economic climate is and where we are in 2023 to be able to truly thrive. Mm-hmm. So you know, if, if you're sitting there and you're faced with all these decisions, like, oh God, well, I really love my assistant and she would, you know, crush me if I told her that I was going to replace her with AI. It's not about replacing. It's about rethinking and reinventing and reimagining what's possible. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm so fired up about with this technology. So rather than trying to fit square peg in a round hole, mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're realizing there are no shapes. You mm-hmm. can actually just start to experiment, start to ask it questions, evaluate the output and be your own best judge. You may absolutely hate the output that comes from AI. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It's perfectly fine. I showed some of the image creation tools to really wonderful artists in, in our mastermind. And I thought they were awesome. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. Right. Because everybody processes different. But when I was able to express how you could create it so differently and if anything, it just gets you started and you can finish it. That was sort of like a light bulb moment for her as well. So yes, I have been able to save a substantial amount of money teaching those things. And I love to continue that on Instagram. I'm posting a carousel a day with my top five new AI sites that come out constantly recording. In fact, today's a content day. I'm going to record in a bunch after we're done here. And I just, I just love seeing people's minds get blown with like what's possible because my mind gets blown every time I use one of these things too. It's crazy. Like I'm, I'm a student of life here too. And there are no AI experts because it's brand new. It just brand new. Started. So just finding somebody who understands it, who mm-hmm. can kind of guide you through and coach you through is crucial. And you can get all that free stuff on Instagram, YouTube, and everything else. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that you said that you're going to start walking people through it. Do you say you're going to have a course or you're going to have a program to teach AI? Did you say that? Yeah, I'm doing something new. I'm calling it a fast track. And we announced yeah, t- this tell on us the about Master it. Black. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a brand new idea mm-hmm. and it's an eight week course. And I'm, I basically, it's one Zoom a week and mm-hmm. it's chat in between and everything else. And we're going to cover a lot of these main principles of AI, just like we talked about here, but actually mm-hmm. doing the live work together. Mm-hmm. So screen sharing, walking through 
be about 20 minutes of teaching, 30 to 40 minutes of Q&A and just problem solving and working through different businesses because I'm not going to act like I know what everybody's business is. Yeah. The, the more real feedback I can get, the better I can teach and I can learn myself and then recycle that and put that back into this kind of program. So it's a fun and I experiment. Think people doing it. They, I think that's where the magic happens too, is like people actually doing it. Like I can sit here today and listen to this podcast and be like, oh my God, this is amazing. James is doing it. He built out his masterclass. He's helping it with his mastermind. But until I actually get in there and do it, you guys, that's where the magic happens. That's the implementation. It's doing the work and it's doing the work. And again, it's not starting from scratch and doing the work. It's copying and pasting what's called prompts. Mm-hmm. Let's again, we're just using ChatGPT, for example. It's taking a prompt that is written very abstract. It, it mm-hmm. doesn't say this is my business and this is what I'm looking for. Let's 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 rethink it for a minute. It doesn't even have to be about business. And this this is what's really cool about AI. It has all this this information. So you've heard about concepts like NLP right? Yep. You know that you don't have to use NLP just for sales and business. It's yeah. also just a way of communication. Yep. For those of you like me who have a therapist, mm-hmm. like you understand that there's different Team therapy ways. right here. Team therapy all the way. <laughs> oh my God. My, my daughters are both getting therapists for their 18th birthday. Like that's, that's, that's it to them. Yeah. There's so many ways that you can just ask it to provide you the next, getting over the next roadblock. So again, I just mentioned, I just went through a massive business change. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care who you are. That's emotional. There's mm-hmm. a lot that goes on there. My therapist is very expensive. ChatGPT mm-hmm. isn't. Yeah. I went to ChatGPT and I said, using the EBT therapy method, act as a, as a professionally trained therapist mm-hmm. that understands the challenges of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Give me advice for overcoming some hard times. Show me that there is a way to you know, re- retain courage. And you know, even when I'm fearful, even when I have some unknowns, and by the way, I'm Christian. So I was like, yeah. by the way, correlate that with mm-hmm. a Bible verse and find me a psalm that explains it clearly yeah. and then use a modern day reference to pull it all together. Yeah. I made all that stuff up and I hit it. And Jillian, you wouldn't believe like the response had me in tears. It's incredible. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's like if you're just talking to a friend who understands mm-hmm. you and they get where you're at, but it's a friend who's a therapist. It's a friend who's professionally trained. It's also a Christian friend. It's mm-hmm. also a Bible expert. It's also a parable expert. And it's somebody who also understands what the hell's going on in today's climate. Yeah. That's what's crazy about it mm-hmm. is you truly can let your imagination go wild. And the better that you ask it its questions, Mm-hmm. You're going to be blown away. I think I've said that like eight times because I just, it's wild. It's yeah. such a new, phenomenally different piece of technology. And I think that's why it's hard why people aren't starting because they're like, well, I don't know what to ask. I don't get it. I don't understand well, it. Yeah. I mean, we do the same thing for Google. We go to Google. We're like, well, what do we ask? Like we only go to it when we need something. So my mm-hmm. challenge to you is if you're wondering like how to start, well, the next time you find yourself skipping a beat because you mm-hmm. may not want to take action on something. Just go over and ask ChatGPT to do it and -hmm. just see what happens. Mm -hmm. I promise you, if you just get really good with that one muscle for Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks, you don't don't commit to a month or whatever, but just a couple of weeks and you just, you leave it in the corner of your browser and you say the next time you're like, oh, I got to write an email today. Shit. I don't know what I want to talk about. What do you do? Then you like close your browser and you go on Instagram and you go through the scroll hole, right? Well, instead of doing that, say, you know what? I'm just going to ask ChatGPT to do it. Mm -hmm. You go over there and you say, act as an email professional, talk about fill in the blank of whatever it is that you want to get across today, and then talk about the desired outcome, explain Mm -hmm. to it who it's going to talk to, 
and say, this is why you should read this. And this is what you should click. Yeah. And if nothing, it's going to get you halfway there. If you give it a little bit more, it's going to get you 80% of the way there. Yeah. And if you keep doing it, here's a pro tip. If you feel like what you're telling it isn't enough, add the line that says, continue to ask me as many questions as you need until you are confident that you have the answer that I'm looking for. I love it. And it will coach you through your prompt. It can mm -hmm. be that powerful. It's a conversation. And again, mm -hmm. it's no different than if, Jill, if I hired you as a business coach mm -hmm. and I was like, we came on the call and I'm like, okay, I'm stressed. What do I do? And you're <laughs> like, like, let's pull some more questions out like, of you. Let's yeah. unpack that for a hot minute. Like, yeah. Let's see where we're going with this. Right. <laughs> so if you treat it as that all knowing professional, it's going to give you a really great answer. So little tips like that go so far. And the more that we experiment with it, the more we find what we love about it. Oh my gosh, it's so good. You guys, I want you to make sure you pause this episode, go follow Jim Carter. He's absolutely a genius at what he does. If you are interested in this, I know he is welcoming people into his DMs, slide into his DMs, get to know him, sign up for his course, sign up for literally anything that he has because he's such a genius at what it is that he has. Jim, thank you so much for being on the show today. I know my audience absolutely appreciated it. I appreciated it. I learned so much. I'm like, literally my hands have been taking so many notes on here. So I appreciate you so much for coming on the show today, my friend. I'm grateful for you, Jillian. Thanks for having me today. Of course. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.